pouring the food down his throat, using his teeth as little as possible. Milo? gasped Mum. She tried to grasp both his hands, but with extraordinary energy he twisted away from her. There was no bread left, but Milo dug his fingers into the margarine and pushed it deep inside his throat. Mum made another attempt to stop him. This time she wrapped both her arms around his body. What are you doing? she sobbed, pulling him to the carpet. Milo flailed his arms and broke free of Mum again. She lay on the floor, a hand across her chest, afraid of him. Drink, Milo rasped. Drink, drink. He reached under the table, finding a half-spilled can of lemonade. Placing the can directly over his mouth, he squeezed hard and swallowed as if his mouth was a desert. Mum, getting to her feet, knocked the can out of his hand and held his wrists. "'What's got into you?' she shouted. "'Stop! Stop fighting me!' Milo freed himself, stood up, and pushed the table over. The half-eaten chicken fell by his feet. He picked it up. It was an awkward shape to get into his mouth, he turned it this way and that, finding the best way to squeeze the flesh past his teeth. There were tears in Mum's eyes. What are you doing? she yelled. Milo scuttled to a corner of the room. He still had the chicken. He sat in the corner, eating it steadily. Jenny ran across to Mum and hid against her dress. Milo warily watched them, as if at any moment they would attempt to steal the chicken. Mum approached him cautiously. "'What's wrong?' she asked, in the softest of voices. "'Milo, what's wrong? Please tell me.' Milo glanced up. Just for a second he appeared to recognise her. He stopped chewing. He felt the stickiness and mess over his face and neck. He saw his sister staring at him terrified. Then something happened to his eyes. A force behind the eyeballs distinctly squeezed them and made them push outward. It was such an abnormal movement that even his mum recoiled. Milo touched his eyelids. They were warm. His blue irises expanded and contracted under them. There was a rhythm to the motion, like a pulse. Mum reached out her hand to him. For a moment Milo looked up at her and accepted that hand. He let her put it against his cheek. Oh, Milo, she murmured. What's happening to you? He trembled. Mum, I... I don't know. Her hand reached his hair. She stroked it gently. As she did so, a few of Milo's blonde curls fell onto her fingers and dropped to the floor. She withdrew her hand. A great tuft came away on her fingers, leaving the skin above Milo's left temple exposed. Jenny screamed. Let me help you, Mum said. I don't know what I need, Milo croaked. She moved towards him again, but Milo backed away and stood up unsteadily. 
He lurched to the front door, all the while dragging his fingers across his scalp. By the time he'd opened the door, there was no hair remaining on the left side of his head. Don't leave, Mum pleaded. I can't stay, he said. I think... I think this is only the beginning. The beginning of what? I don't know. Milo stood at the front door, the sun warming the bald part of his head. He wiped his chicken-smeared hand on his shirt, quickly stepped outside and shut the door. Mum cut across the room, reaching for the handle. Wrenching it open, she ran outside. The street was empty. She shielded her eyes, dazzled by the afternoon sun. In the distance, she could just make out the estuary and the grim flatness of Cold Harbour beyond. Milo was gone.